Shalom to all. Today's daf is Yom Adaf Dalid, and we are starting nine lines from the top, the second to last word on the line. Today's daf is sponsored by Nishmas Hanar Yoyna Hill Ben Yitzchak Vedina Selen God Zechariah in honor of his first yard site. May his memory be as chos for his parents, sisters, baby brother, grandparents, his sayeret, and the entire yeshiva of Yad Ben Yamin, and may his neshama continue to have an aliyah. Now we concluded yesterday with Machlekes between Rabbi Yechon and Rish Lakesh. Rabbi Yechon holds that the Kain Gadol's Chiv of Prisha seven days before Yom Kippur is learned from the Miluim. Rish Lakesh argued and said that it's learned from Moshe Rabbeinu who had six days of Prisha on Harsina before talking to Hashem. And the seventh day of the Kain Gadol is because of Rabbi Yehuda ben Becerra. And the Gemara tells us Tanya Kavas Rabbi Yechon and Tanya Kavas Rish Lakesh. We have a Brisa for Rabbi Yechon and a Brisa for Rish Lakesh. Tanya Kavas Rabbi Yechon and a Brisa for Rabbi Yechon. B'zayis Yavai Aaron al Kaidesh. The pasuk in regards to Avodah Yom Kippur says with this Aaron should come into the Kaidesh. What does that mean? With this, it seems like he's coming in with something. Bimasha Amr Bainyan, he's coming in with something that's said in regards to this. My he, what does that mean? Bainyan Demiluim, something in regards to the Miluim. He comes into the Vadim Kippur with something similar to the Vaida of the Miluim. And Uma Amr Bain Demiluim, just like it says in regards to the Miluim, Aaron Pir Shiva Vashimashem Echad, he separated for seven days and then did Avaidin Mishkan for one day. Umash Masalai Kal Shiva Mesha taught him all seven days, Kadil Khanchabavaida Vafu Dairis, in order to teach him how to do the proper Vaida and even for all future generations, Kain Gadol, so too the Kain Gadol, Pir Shiva Misham Shem Echad, he separated. Seven days before Yom Kippur, and then the eighth day is Yom Kippur. And two Tamid Chachamim, they are the Tamidim of Moshe Rabbeinu. What does that mean that they're Tamidim of Moshe Rabbeinu? Lafuket Tzedukin. This is excluding Tzedukin, who they darshan certain things different in regards to the void of Yom Kippur. So it has to be Tamidim of Moshe Rabbeinu, Moshe like Shiva. They teach him all seven days in order to teach him how to do the void properly. From here they said, Seven days before Yom Kippur, he's put into this room called Lishkas Parhedrin. The same with the Kayan Gadol separated. So to the Kayan that's burning the Par Aduma, he's also put into this Lishka that's in the northeastern part of the Azara. Both the Kayan Gadol and the Kayan that's doing the Par Aduma, Mazen all of Kal Sheva, they sprinkle on him all seven days from all the Mechatos that's in the base of Mekdash. Vayim time, if you're going to say, by the Miluim, Aaron Kayan was sprinkled with blood, and over here he's being sprinkled with water with Mechatos. So that's not a good comparison. Amarta, you can say, that water now is in place of blood. But Eimer, and the Bryson continues, we have another Joshua, Kasher that's referring to the Paraduma, and Lachaper is Elumais Yom Kippurim, that's referring to Yom Kippur. So we have a Bryson, just like Rabbi Yechonon. Now the Gemara just analyzes this Joshua, because we started out saying that we have the word Bezais. But Vahai Bezais, this word Bezais, we need it for it itself, because the continuation of the Pasuk is, So really the Pasuk is saying is that with this, Aaron is going to go in with these carbonas. So how can we use it for a different drasha? The Gemara answers, Amri, they said, if the Pasuk's telling us that Aaron is going in with a carbon, the Pasuk should say, and this is Lashon Zachar, and the animals he's bringing in are Zacharim. I should just use the word Be'ele. My Bezais, why does it use the word Bezais? We can learn two things from here. And now the Gemara asks, my why did we need a second drasha in the Brisa? The Brisa brought two drashas. First, our drasha of Bezais, and then the second drasha from the Pasuk of Kasher Asabayim Hazel. Why do we need the second drasha. The Gemara explains because without that drasha, we would have asked the question that we wouldn't have had an answer to. The Chitim, if you're going to suggest, Yom Kippurim Kama Hudabai Prisha, that's only the first Yom Kippur that needs Prisha. Kedashcham Bimluim, just like we find by Miluim. Avol Yom Kippurim Da'ama, but all other subsequent Yom Kippurs, Lloyd, then we don't need Prisha. Or Inama, you might suggest, Kain Gadol Kama Hudabai Prisha, it's only the first Kain Gadol that needs Prisha. Avol Kain Gadol Ha'ama Lloyd, that all other subsequent Kain Gadolim, they don't need Prisha. Tashma, that's why we have the second drasha, Kasher That's why we need to have this other drasha. That helps us out. So we have this Brisa for Rabbi Yechonon. And Tanya Kavazir Shlakish, we have a 
class that supports the Shlakish that the priest of the Kohen Gadol learned from Mashra Benu. Mashra Allah Ba'anon, he went into the cloud when his Kasab Anon, he was covered by the cloud when his Kasab Anon, and he was sanctified by the cloud. Kedele Kabul Tarli Yisrael Bakdisha, so that he could accept the Torah for Kalai Yisrael in a state of holiness. Shemar says in the Pasuk, Vayishkan Fayyad Hashem al Harsinai, and the honor of Hashem, the glory of Hashem rested on Harsinai. Zehoya Maisa Achar Aserasa Debrais, this happened after the Aserasa Debrais. Shahayut Hilar Baimim, these were six days of the 40 days. That's Rabbi Yisaglili's opinion. So we already see from here that Moshe Rabbeinu was separated for six days before he spoke to Hashem, before he got the Luchas. So we already see from here, Oraya Fresh Lakish. But this Brasa continues. Rabbi Kibami, he says, no. When it talks about the glory of Hashem resting, that's talking about from Rosh Chodesh. That's not after Matan Torah. That's before Matan Torah, Rosh Chodesh Sivan. And the cloud covered it. That's talking about Lahar, covered the mountain, not Maish Rabbeinu. And Vayikra al he called out to Maisha, Maisha v'chal Yisrael aimdim, Maisha and all of Chal Yisrael, they stood and they heard the Aserah Sadebras. Loi ba'akasav el lachla, covered the Maisha, the Torah is coming to accord honor to Maish Rabbeinu, but really, Maisha and all of Chal Yisrael heard Hashem calling out. Now, a third opinion, Rav Nassim he says, Loi ba'akasav el lamark hachilu shtiyash of meyav, the Pasuk is coming to tell us that the cloud rested on Maish Rabbeinu just to clear out his stomach from the food and the drink that he had, to make him into one of the angels. We don't learn anything about the priest of the Kohen Gadol before him Kippur from this, even though he does agree that the cloud covered Maish Rabbeinu. He's just simply saying that the cloud was turning Maish Rabbeinu into a malach. Ramazim and Kharshamir, he says, The Torah is telling us that the cloud covered Maish Rabbeinu to instill fear in Maish Rabbeinu. So the Torah could be given in a state of fear, trembling, and shaking. Shanamar says in the passage, Serve Hashem in fear, and rejoice with trepidation. What does that mean? Mean, rejoice in trepidation. a place where there's rejoicing, there also has to be trembling over there. It says, Hashem's commandments gladden one's heart. Before receiving the Luchas, Moshe needed to attain a certain level of fear. And now we analyze these different opinions. What are they arguing about? They're arguing about the same Achleik as the following Tanayim are arguing in. The Torah was given on the sixth day of Sivan. Rabbi Yisrael, he says, He was given on the seventh day of Sivan. Now, Mandamar B'Shisha, according to the one who was given on the sixth, B'Shisha Nenu B'Shiva Allah, it was given on the sixth day, and then Moshe Rabbeinu went up on the seventh day. Skip the parentheses, Mandamar B'Shiva, according to the one who was given on the seventh day, B'Shiva Nenu, the Torah was given on the seventh day, or B'Shiva Allah, and he went up on the seventh day also, the Chesavit says in the Pasuk, Vayikra al-Mosha B'Yayim Ashvi, and he called out to Moshe on the seventh day. Rabbi Yisai Glili, Sarva Lakatanakam, Rabbi Yisai Glili, Holzai Tanakam, the Amr, that he says, B'Shisha B'Chadish Nenu Torah, the Torah was given on the sixth of the month. Hilkach that the glory of Hashem rested on Har Sinai, and the cloud covered for six days. That's Lemaisha, meaning the cloud covered Maisha and not Har Sinai. And he called out to Maisha on the seventh day. This is talking about the seventh day after Kabbalah Satira, meaning the 13th day of Sivan, the Kibbule Shar so that he could accept the rest of Tyra so that he could actually receive the Luchas and all the rest of the commandments. If you're going to say that when it says, and the glory of Hashem rested, that was talking about already from Rosh before Matan Tyra. When it says the cloud covered Lahar, that's talking about the mountain. And he called out to Moshe on the seventh day. This is referring to to actually get the Sarasadibras. He already got the Sarasadibras on the sixth day, and the cloud already left on the sixth day. Or he holds like Rabbi Yesi, 
on the seventh day of Sivan, that's when the Torah was given. And Bishlam, Rabbi Kiva, we understand according to Rabbi Kiva that the Torah was given on the seventh, this makes sense that Bishiva Asr Batamas and Shabra Luchas, the first Luchas were broken on the 17th of Tamas. How does that work out? the Sivan, there's 24 days left of Sivan, the Tamas, and then another 16 of Tamas, so here we have 40 full days to have a Bahar that he was up on the mountain. On the 17th of Thomas, he descended and came, the Sabrina Luchas, and he broke the Luchas. El Rabbi said, Glee, according to him, the Amr Shisha, the Prisha of Arba and Dahar, six of separation that Moshe Rabbein was covered with the cloud, and then another 40 on the mountain. At Esen Vitlas, Betamas, Loy Isbar Luchas, it has to be that the Luchas were broken at the earliest, the 23rd of Thomas. Amr Rabbi said, Glee, will answer, no. Arba and Dahar, Bahadi Shisha, the Prisha, the 40 of the mountain is including the six days of Prisha, meaning the six days of Prisha are included in the 40 days being spoken about, even though he didn't actually go up to Arsinai until the 13th of Sivan. And further discussing something we just mentioned, Amar Mar Vayikra Moshe called out to Moshe, Moshe Vachal Yisrael Aimdim. It wasn't just to Moshe, Moshe and all of Klai Yisrael were standing there. Misayel, the Rablazer, this is like Rablazer, the Amar Rablazer, he says, Vayikra Moshe, Moshe Vachal Yisrael Aimdim, Moshe and Klai Yisrael, they were all standing. The Pasuk is only coming to accord Kavad to Moshe Rabbeinu to say that Hashem called out to him, but really he called out to everyone. Now the Gemara asks, Mesve, Kail Lai. It should have said in the Pasuk, Vayishmas Akail Medaber Lai, but instead it says, Kail A Love. This teaches us the Moshe Rabbeinu he heard and no one else heard. So how could he say that Hashem called out to everyone and we're just according honor to Moshe Rabbeinu? The Gemara answers like Kasha, Haba Sinai, Haba Elmaid. Once talking about Harsinai, Harsinai everyone heard, but this Pasik, love, that's talking about the Elmaid. Only Moshe Rabbeinu heard. And some say like Kasha, Haba Kriya, Haba Dibor. When Hashem was calling out to Moshe Rabbeinu, everyone heard that. When he's speaking, then only Moshe Rabbeinu was able to hear. And Rabzrika, Rami, Kroy, Rebbe Lazar, Abzrika, asked the stira in the following psukim in front of Rebbe Lazar. And some say, Amr Abzrika. The Abzrika said that Rebbe Lazar, Rami, it was Rebbe Lazar that asked the stira in psukim. Because if it says in one pasuk, he wasn't able to come to the Almaid because the cloud was on the Almaid. Because if another pasuk says, the Moshe went into the cloud. So did Moshe go into the cloud or not? This teaches us that Hashem, he took Moshe Rabbeinu and he brought him into the cloud. Moshe Rabbeinu wasn't able to go in on his own accord, but Hashem took him and brought him into the cloud. And a similar Joshua the bear Bishmaltana, the Bismajur of Bishmal taught, Nemarkan Besaich, it says over here, Besaich into the cloud, but Nemarlaan, it says over there in regards to Kriya Syamsov, Besaich, by Avayu Bene Israel, Besaich Hayam, they went into the sea. Malalan, just like over there, Shvil, that they went into a path in the sea. The Chsiv, it says in the Pasik, Vahamayam Lahem Chema, the water was a wall on their right and left. Avkan Shvil, so too here in the cloud, Hashem made a path in the cloud. If he just wanted to walk anywhere into the cloud, he couldn't, but he could walk into the path that was in the cloud. And continuing to Darshan, these psukim, it says, Vayikral Moshe, and he called out to Moshe, Vayidaber, and then he spoke. The Gemara asks, Lama Hiktim Kriyelu Dibor, why is it that he had to call out to Moshe Rabbeinu and then speak to him? Limdetar Darcher, it's the Torah's teaching us the proper way to act. A person should not tell something to his friend until he calls out to him first. First, he calls out to him, so to speak, asking permission to speak to him, and then he can speak to him. He says, A person shouldn't tell something to his friend until he calls out to him first. And it says in the Pasuk, Lamar, that Hashem spoke to Moshe, Lamar saying, Why do we have this extra word, Lamar? It seems redundant. Rabbanasia, the grandson of Rabbanasia, said in the name of Rabbanasia, Rabbah, How do we know that a person that tells something to his friend, that this person who heard it, he has this Isser. It's not really an Isser, it's just an important thing. It's Bal Yoimer. He's not allowed to say it over, until his friend that told him this thing tells him, Lech Emor, that you could go tell other people. Shinemar, it says in the Pasuk, Hashem made 
Hashem spoke to him, Lamar saying, meaning now he can go tell this to everyone else. But if Hashem wouldn't have told him Lamar, then he wouldn't have been able to tell it to Kal Yisrael. Now back to our Mechlekes Rabbi Yechon Reish Lakesh, Mechlal, it implies that Trevayu Svirlhu, that both of them hold, Miluim Kal Hakasubahen Ma'akabahen, that anything that's written regards the Avoida of Arnakain by the Miluim, it's Ma'akev, it's absolutely necessary, and if it's not done, then the Avoida is not kosher. To Itmar, we have a memory. Miluim, Rabbi Yechon Rabbi Chanina, they argue about it. Chadam, or one of them says, Kal Kasubahen Ma'akabahen, anything that's written about the Avoida by the Miluim, it's Ma'akev, it's absolutely necessary. If it's not done, the Avoida is not kosher. Bechadamar, the other one says, Davra Ma'akev Udairis Ma'akev Behen, anything that's Ma'akev in all future generations, any sort of Avoida that all subsequent Kaihanim or Kaihanim Gedailim have to do, and it's Ma'akev over there, that's what's Ma'akev by the Miluim. She'in Ma'akev Udairis, in Ma'akev Behen, something that's not Ma'akev Udairis, meaning it's not absolutely necessary in all future generations, so it's also not going to be Ma'akev by the Miluim. And we're going to talk about in tomorrow's daf what exactly these differences are. And this time, Rabbi Yechanan, who the Amr Kal Kasubahen Ma'akev Behen, it's Rabbi Yechanan that says that anything that's written by the Miluim, that is Ma'akev in the Ka'amr layer of Shimbin Lakish Rabbi Yechanan. On the previous staff, Rishlakish had told Rabbi Yechanan, I Ma'amiluim, Kal Kasubahen Ma'akebahen, that just like Ba'amiluim, something which is written by it is Ma'akev, so too by the Avoid of the Kayan Gadol and Yen Kippur, but like Hamahadru Levle Midi, and Rabbi Yechanan didn't respond that what Rishlakish was saying was incorrect. To Stayim, so we have a Raya, the Rabbi Yechanan agrees to Rishlakish on that point. So here we have a Raya, the Rabbi Yechanan and Rishlakish both agree that Ba'amiluim, Kal Kasubahen, Ma'akebahen, we're going to stop here for the day, pick up tomorrow with some practical nafkaminas between Rabbi Yechanan and Rabbi Chanina's Shita, but for now, everyone should have a wonderful day.